The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line, we have Federal Senator for Victoria, Senator Sarah Henderson, for the last time this year. Good morning. A very good morning to you, Mitch, and all the very best for the festive season. Thank you. appreciate it very much. Well, it's been a very big year. I think a lot of people hoped that this year would be better after last year, but it seems that it hasn't been better. It's been a very locked down year, and now I think we're enjoying some of the freedoms, but I think a lot of hope on the horizon that 2022 will be a better year. What are your thoughts in general about this year of 2021, and I suppose even more broadly, how your government's performed? Well, Mitch, uh, it has been an extraordinary two years and a a very difficult time um, for so many Victorians. Uh, We've seen more challenges in Victoria than any other state, of course. Uh, And uh, now uh, now we look forward, I think, to a much brighter 2022. and, And I think that's our government's focus. We've now got Australians at over 90% vaccination rates. We've got the economy surging back. We've woken up this morning with a wonderful front page story on the Geelong Advertiser uh, confirming a $1 billion deal with Hanwha, the South Korean company, for the production of the Howitzer um, defence vehicles and other associated vehicles. Uh, that is just an incredible uh, project for Geelong maybe perhaps one of the biggest projects ever come to this region and it's been driven by the Morrison government under circumstances where the Labor Party in fact cancelled this project and this contract uh, when it was last in power. So I guess it's testament to us uh, investing in the future and our future defence capability needs but also delivering on the important commitments that we made Uh, back in uh, the 2019 election. So this is seriously, Mitch, an incredible day for Geelong. Such an exciting announcement. And I feel a great deal of positivity as we move into Christmas and then into uh, 2022. Well, just talk us through what that is actually going to look like. So what sort of impact will it have on Geelong? How many jobs would it create? And I suppose what would be the outcome of it? Even where is it actually going to be, the manufacturing? Well, the the final location has not been determined, but it will be in the Geelong region, and that was something for which I fought for very hard uh, in the lead-up to the 2019 election. So this is an extraordinary win for Geelong. Uh, The Prime Minister will be signing a $1 billion defence contract agreement with the President of South Korea today, and that's President Moon Jae-in. Uh, and that is going to be happening in Canberra. Uh, so this is a, a contract to produce self-propelled howitzers and armoured ammunition resupply vehicles under the Land 8116 Phase 1 project. Uh, construction will begin next year. There's been a number of years of very high-level testing. Of course, Hanwha was the preferred tender. Uh, and now, of course, they are moving into building an armoured vehicle centre of excellence for the Geelong region uh, and creating a minimum of 300 uh, local jobs 
um, spread throughout the facility construction, the acquisition and the maintenance. But of course, this will also bring to Geelong other opportunities. Other defence companies will hang off this project. And so it, it is an enormous boost, not just for Geelong, but for Victoria. So as a Senator for Victoria, and I know I saw Stephanie Asher, the Liberal candidate for Corangamite, also celebrating this announcement in the newspaper this morning. Uh, this is uh, a very, very big day for Geelong and I could not be more proud. The Prime Minister was down here and visited recently. Is that an indication that you think that Corangamite is the seat that the government can win back to help you retain government? Should that be an issue next year? Well, let me firstly say we have an absolutely wonderful candidate in Stephanie Asher, who's also the Mayor of the City of Greater Geelong. She's got an incredible track record of getting things done. She actually knows how to deliver projects and and that's in stark contrast to the Labor member. And um, I will also say that this is a seat that we are working very, very hard to win back, but we take absolutely nothing for granted. Every single vote will count. So what I'm asking uh, again and again, Mitch, is for the people of Corangamite to get behind Stephanie Asher and the Morrison government because while it's been a very tough few years, uh, Australians can rely on our government to run the economy responsibly, to get us back on track. Of course, we've driven our health recovery, one of the lowest death rates of any nation in the world when it comes to COVID deaths, of course. And we can be very proud of what we have together achieved. So yes, this is a, a very important seat for the Morrison government and for the Liberal Party. We have a first-class candidate and I'm really hoping that everyone will get behind Stephanie. But as I say, we take absolutely nothing for granted. This is a very, very important election. We know what Labor delivered last time. Labor delivered another $387 billion of uh, taxes. I'm absolutely alarmed at a time when uh, businesses are crying out for workers and we are obviously working very hard to reopen our international borders, to bring in our skilled visa holders, um, our agricultural workers, our backpackers. Uh, our economy desperately needs these workers. I'm really alarmed that the Labor Party is, um, is has announced a, basically a policy which would uh, limit migration and, of course, limit our ability to recover. So that's just another example of Labor's irresponsible policy making, where it, you know, it doesn't know what it stands for. But what I'm really concerned for this region, Mitch, is that it's really going to jeopardise our recovery if local businesses can't get the workers they need. And that's obviously incredibly important. But yes, just to, um, that was a rather long answer to your question. We had the Prime Minister down last week. Uh, he made an announcement of more places for the Home Guarantee Scheme. Um, our government is supporting some 320,000 Australians getting to their first home, including the likes of uh, Bonnie and Matt and and, and Kerry and Seamus, who we met uh, in Charlemont uh, last Thursday. And then we headed down to drop into Bomboras to have a, a, a quick chat uh, to the guys there. And, and they're a great example of a local business in Torquay doing great things under difficult circumstances. And then we headed to the Torquay Surf Life Saving Club, um, celebrating the wonderful contribution that Surf Life Saving Clubs and community groups make to our region.
And just on that point about bringing in people from overseas, um, foreign workers coming back and student visas, are you concerned about Omnicrom on the horizon? Could that stifle those plans to try and re-stimulate the economy, particularly the international students? Well, look, we're very vigilant and, of course, we always follow the health advice in relation to new strains of COVID. And we have now announced the importance of the booster program. Uh, that is uh, incredibly important. And so I do urge uh, all people in our region to go out and get their booster shot when they are eligible. Uh, but, look, we just have to remain vigilant. But as we've made very clear, we just cannot continue to shut down our borders at the whim. And so we're very determined as a government to keep our borders open. We saw the, the horrific treatment of Victorians when our borders were shot shut unjustly a number of months ago by Daniel Andrews. And, of course, the Victorian Ombudsman announced her report last week, which uh, highlighted the inhumane way in which so many Victorians were treated, including those in the Geelong region. And I uh, very much led the campaign to bring Victorians home after people were locked out of their homes and locked out of the state. So we just can't have that sort of management of the pandemic. We are determined to keep our borders open and to continue to make sure that we run our economy in a COVID-safe way, uh, that we continue to do the work that we need to ensure that Australians are fully vaccinated. And as I say, we've got a, a great result, one of the best of any country in the world, um, but we've got to keep our economy thriving and open and really look forward to a much brighter 2022. Uh, Victorians have given so much. They've made so many sacrifices to their mental health. They've made so many sacrifices, the funerals they couldn't attend, the weddings, the lost businesses, the, the children who couldn't go to school. I mean, we've had a terrible time in Victoria. Melbourne, the most locked down city in the world. And uh, as a government, the Morrison government is absolutely determined uh, that we won't see the, the past be repeated with these lockdowns and with these border closures. Uh, we will remain open and we've just really got to work together to thrive as a community and as a country going forward. Now, the Prime Minister has been down, but also the Leader of the Opposition has been down in Karangamite uh, with uh, the MP Libby Coker. And one of the announcements they made at that time was around Barwon Heads Road and continuing the duplication, which, according to a lot of the people you talk to that use that road every day, it's well and truly needed to extend that uh, duplication beyond Reserve Road. Well, the Barwon Heads Road commitment by the Labor Party is a bit like its commitment to everything else. It's come to the party far too late. I noticed that uh, Libby Coker had nothing to say about the Barman Heads Road uh, in the lead-up to the last election. And in fact, uh, Daniel Andrews committed to fully fund that road and then turned around uh, and, of course, supported by the likes of Lisa Neville and Darren Cheeseman and Christine Cousins, reneged on that commitment. So we very proudly stepped up and are now funding 80% of that road, $292 million, to upgrade Stage 1. And that's a very, very important project. Of course, there'll be a big road bridge over the railway line at Marshall. And uh, speaking of which, uh, Mitch, we've got the works underway uh, to duplicate the rail line between Warren Ponds and South Geelong. Again, 80% of that funding is being delivered by the Morrison government. So we have absolutely led the charge in investing in infrastructure, which we desperately need as we continue to grow as a nation and I as, and as a region. And I do think back, Mitch, to when I first started campaigning to upgrade that rail line and to upgrade the 
the railway stations. And Jacinta Allen and the Victorian government said that wasn't a priority. So I've had to really work extremely hard and the Morrison government has had to work extremely hard to bring the Labor Party with us every step of the way to make sure that we can continue to drive the investment in roads and rail infrastructure uh, to ensure that our community is properly supported, uh, along, of course, with uh, the wonderful investment that we drive into uh, our wonderful local airport, Avalon Airport, which is now an international airport, of which we can all be so proud as well. So. Uh, I'm incredibly proud of all the work that we are doing, not just in the big infrastructure projects, but in a whole range of smaller projects, so many local roads, so many local community upgrades uh, right across the Mine electorate and right across the Geelong region. But in terms of uh, the issue of Bowen Heads Road, will we be hearing more from you about that? Because, of course, that'll be on voters' minds and I'll be speaking to both of the candidates on the program tomorrow for the last program of the year. I'd imagine that'll be one of the key issues as well. Well, I think as your listeners know, Mitch, uh, the Liberals have led the charge in fighting for infrastructure investment every step of the way. Uh, I can't, uh, of course, break any news on your program this morning, but please stay tuned. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the program, not just this year, but also uh, for joining us on the whole journey back since 2014. It's been an incredible seven and a half years and we appreciate it very much and all the very best for the break. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Absolutely, Mitch, and can I thank uh, your listeners and uh, can I thank you for all that you've contributed to our community, uh, uh, talking about the issues that matter to your listeners and to our region. Uh, you perform a, a wonderful community service and I've really appreciated coming on your program. Can I wish you a wonderful Christmas and New Year and festive season and to your listeners and uh, working together, as I say, I'm absolutely confident that we are going to have a, a game buster of a year next year. And uh, again, uh, I hope and trust that the Morrison government can continue with the trust and confidence of electors uh, to, to stand up for our nation um, to do the right thing and, of course, to continue to support our wonderful region. Thanks, well, Mitch. Thank you very much, Senator Sarah Henderson there, the Victorian Senator. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.